Week two of fantasy football, and here we go again with this shit. Injuries to wide receivers, other receivers demanding trades. It's it's already a mess. But hey, that's the game we play, and it's our job to navigate through it. And at Run Up the Score, it's our job to help you through it. So we're going to do all that, talk about Le'Veon Bell, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the gabagool. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Yo. And Tom. Hey, everybody. Week two, if you're 0-1, maybe the second best place you can be besides 1-0. But we got got no panic. We got a nice win just a few minutes ago navigating through this technical difficulty. I don't know what you're talking about. We are at pristine quality every single time. (laughs) And I will not take that slander lightly. And you can tie. That you could have tied. You can tie. That I can't right. even tell you the last time I've seen a tie in fantasy football. We tied. No, it was a couple of years ago. We tied in the two QB league two years ago. All yeah, three but that league sucks. But we did tie. So but we tied. The tie helped us too. It probably and and got in us the in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, all righty. So an interesting week, week two, because if you're 0-1, you're not panicking. And if you lose and go 0-2, there's still really no room to panic. No. Like you're fine. You're yeah, still gonna be fine. There's a good chance that a lot of teams that are like zero and one are playing a team that's one and zero, and you could look at the standings at the end of the week with two losses and be one game out of a playoff spot. Yeah. And when you're in that position, you have no reason to yeah. be upset or complain, especially that early in the year. Whether you're one and zero or zero and one, always a big week of waivers going into week two. Tom, what were some of the trends you noticed in your leagues uh, as we started to navigate through this uh, waiver wire? fab budget season uh, yeah. in week two. For me, I'm uh, skewing heavily toward Dynasty these days, and I make the big bids in Dynasty on week one. So a trend that I noticed was me being made fun of uh, for theoretically overpaying for people, $61, Naeem right. Hines, different league, $44, Peyton Barber. But they all have different needs. You know, that Peyton Barber league is a heavy Antonio Gibson relier for me. And the other right. one, I was short on running back, and I'm starting into or Naheem Hines this week. So uh, it, it's all relative, and I don't make fun of any of the big bids. I think uh, put your sack on the table as far as I'm concerned. I, I absolutely agree. Your sack of coins, of course, yeah, you're talking exactly. about. Your sack of fab coins. Um, but, yeah, fab I, sack I agree of coins. with I, And I agree with Tom Foley for those in a dynasty league. Um, when someone comes onto the waiver that you think is worth a lot of money, then spend like $20 more than you think is a lot. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, I did that in that same league. I put in a $50 bid for Naheem Hines, but Tom beat me to the punch with 61 and I tipped my cap to him for going that deep into the pocket. But <laughs> I don't blame him at all. You know, I, I That was my thinking as well, and I just thought 50 would be enough. But of course, in a league with Tom, you know he's going deeper, deeper into the pocket always. We, uh, we, did, a, um, we did a Price is Right special. Last year on Run Up the Score, uh, one of our one of our favorite episodes of all time. I was just thinking we should handle free agent bidding this season. Like we can each do like a showcase thing where yeah. it's like, who do you, how much do you think Naheem Hines will right. go for? And, it's <laughs> right. just, and you know, you would have gone fifty, and Tom would have gone sixty one, and I would have been like, I don't think he's going that high. 
One dollar, Bob. Right. <laughs> That's right. I acknowledge the true price is right, King. Drew Carey, if you're a listener, we love you. But if you're not, you'll never be Bob Barker. Yeah, I was going to say, how is he the true king if he's, he'll never be Bob Barker? That really didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, Barker's the true king. Barker is the true king. That's what I said. Oh, I thought. all right. Then I misunderstood. All right, great. All right, off to a roaring start. We got a lot of injuries to monitor. Of course. Uh, Flare-ups were a plenty on Wednesday's practice notes. Uh, so any any of the guys we're about to mention, you're going to need to keep track of it because who knows with, 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 uh, with any of it. Who knows what yeah. I was just saying out loud. It's going to be a mess. Uh, so let's get into the slate. Uh, the Thursday night game actually doesn't have a lot of injuries to monitor. It's Bengals-Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield looking like a... I mean, he he needs a. This is like it for the Browns. I feel like I know it's still yeah, week two. Right, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> but uh, who is this as their stinker? Yeah, hey, yeah, I do. Um, Baker was horrible. It's a short week for a rookie quarterback uh, on the other side of the football, and these Thursday eight games always stink. It's just a reminder that yeah, the Chiefs are really good and they make every game fun, but most teams stink on Thursdays, and I'm expecting some stinking to go on in this one. Yeah, Baker sucks. I think the Browns would be wise if... Or I messed that up. Baker sucks. The Browns may field some offers for a new quarterback. Am Ooh, I right, dude? Nice one. Well, thank you, thank if you're you. talking about... If you're talking about, you know, sources and whatnot, the king, Mike Francesa, his sources are saying that uh, Cleveland is uh, shopping Odell Beckham. So, well, it was true when the Giants denied it, so who knows? Yeah, that's very true. true. Very true. <laughs> maybe he still got sources close to OBJ. Maybe he, maybe his source is OBJ. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, say the Browns are shopping me, and then they actually will. And maybe, just maybe, Odell Beckham can get himself a quarterback. Yeah, if, if someone's willing to pay for Odell Beckham right now, maybe he should just go do something to prove that he's worth it. I'm actually benching yeah. him in two leagues where I'm pretty stacked. I'm pretty stacked at wide receiver, so I, I can do that. But uh, I get it if you're relying on him, and I don't think it's a bad matchup either. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Oh, it's stream time already? Yeah, he's not an official stream, but uh, CJ Uzoma, uh, pretty good matchup. <laughs> the Browns are always so bad at tight end. Tom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some time so you can brew on one, Donnie. But as we know, the, we've always been picking on the Browns this whole ever since we started this podcast. And it turns out Mark Andrews, obviously Mark Andrews makes an amazing catch, which should have been Man Catch Monday. We blew that one. But anyway, no, he no. scores two touchdowns, and I think Uzoma has himself a chance to score a touch as well. I actually well, like him as the official stream of the three options of not the one that I put as a contingency plan. So uh, all in favor of Uzoma. Really? I think Logan Thomas is the pick. I don't know. I, I like how uh, Mark Andrews just destroyed targets. Mark Andrews right, did well, destroy them. Hey, I put it up to a vote, and if the vote doesn't pass, it doesn't pass. We'll get we'll we'll get through it. Well, it seems like I'm the deciding vote. Yeah, what you got over there? Well, I'll give my opinion. <laughs> Uzama's so fat, he stepped on the scale and said, "Wait, that's my phone number." <laughs> CJ Uzoma, the official rush streaming tight end of week two. As if you don't could... give me a layup and expect me not to take it. No, that's I'm sorry. Why, that's why we give you the layup. CJ Uzoma, second on the Bengals in targets. <laughs> second on the Bengals in targets. Second on the Bengals in yards. 
How about um, this for a team name, Don? Uzama So Snelly. <laughs> a little bit more on Benny Snell coming up this episode. Uh, Tom, to go back to your Odell point, I am benching Odell for Will Fuller this week, which I know is probably not as bold of a call as you would have imagined. But week one, I don't think anybody's like, whoa, like, yeah, you got to sit Odell for Will Fuller. And that's kind of the point that we're at already after one week of Browns football. I mean, you, you yeah, logically could have picked them as my favorite team. You logically could have went there on week one. Uh, I'm benching him in yeah. both leagues uh, for Hollywood Brown this week. Late, more yeah. on that later. Yep. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. All right. We move on. Right? Nothing else to we're, – no. we're all clean on that one, right? Yeah, I, I think A.J. Job. Green is a nice right. play here. If he got that touchdown at the last second, you'd be happier you had him. They looks way it, good. Yeah. Should we play the stream uh, drop again for Giants-Bears? Come yeah. on in, boys. The water is fine. Mitch watch. Mitch alert. <laughs> Mitch watch. We got a Mitch watch, guys. Tom, this is you. Let's I didn't even. Put, I, the funny thing is, I didn't even put him on there. I, I'll let Scott take the reins. I know. Like. It's this time. Oh, I'm in. Uh, he throws three touchdowns, albeit all of them in the fourth quarter in the last game. But After what kind the of Lions best but, corner got hurt? But what kind of mojo boost do you need than a Playing three the touchdown quarter going into the Giants, who have corners who should be hurt? You know, they're essentially hurt. Their ego is definitely hurt Fried, from last week. Fried hurt, getting sure. burned by James Washington, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson. Yeah. They all had their fair share. I think up. Mitch had, you know, Mitch, Mitch has good weapons. We talked about Allen Robinson, who may want to be traded, and I, I think he still plays in this game. And you know, he's a great option if he does, and so does Anthony Miller. But Mitch had, like I said, three touchdowns. He can run the ball. And this is a really favorable matchup in a week where there's not a lot of great streaming matchups. Yeah, for quarterback, there's really not. It's truly a play for your job week for him. Every no, I'm week. starting Mitch. I'm starting Mitch in a, in a league. I know. I saw. Start. I got the alert that your team, oh. that uh, the Fresh Prince of Hell Air added Mitch. Yep. That's I got to like, say, like, you know, like we, we complain like, oh, like everybody named their team. My ball, Zach Ertz. Like, it's so unoriginal. Like, I'm not feeling that way about the Fresh Prince of Hell Air yet. I think that's a great team name. Yeah, Scott is not afraid to go with the commercial success nickname of the year. You know, he's turned down for Watt. He's 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 been there before, and you know, you come to expect it from him. Yeah, I don't mind a good. I don't mind a good hit. Yeah, the hits. It's a hit. hit. You play your hits. (laughs) No one wants to hear the new stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Except this is Um, also so new. He's a rookie. Yeah. (laughs) Um. In deeper leagues, in leagues that may have a Michael Thomas or Michael Thomas injury to deal with or a Chris Godwin concussion protocol to deal with, uh, I'm not scared of Anthony Miller at all in this matchup. Oh, a nice little... We can actually double down on the stream if you want to get real risky. Jimmy Graham had seven targets last week. Plays against the Giants who are uh, historically pretty bad. Had a touchdown that was unfortunately called back or called down at the one last week. Uh, But I also have a plum pick in this game. Hold on. When you get a chance. There it is. I can feel it down in my plums. And I'm rolling with Sterling Shepard. He caught all of his targets from Daniel Jones. Um, where did the Bears get beat against uh, the Lions last week? In the middle of the field with TJ Hawkinson. Where did Sterling Shepard catch most of his passes? Over the middle. He's that guy that's not afraid to take the big hit. Secures the catch. They're going to need him to move the ball. I think they kind of realized that when they got away from him. After you know, he had two, two great catches on their first drive. Didn't have another one until the third quarter. And 
when they got him involved, they moved the ball better. And that obviously sets up well for Darius Slayton, who, you know, not not many guys I'd start Slayton over at this point with the way he's been scoring touchdowns with Daniel Jones. Probably coming back this week. I'm not. I'm really not. I think that, you know, he'll help. But I think it's Sterling Shepard's show over the middle of the field for them, along with Evan Ingram. You're probably right. And I think I just think Sterling Shepard, he's the guy that they move around the most, which usually means he's the guy who they're going to put in an advantageous position more often than not. Uh, but yeah, uh, Montgomery, obviously looking like he'll play, didn't suffer any setbacks to his groin injury week one. Yeah, he's hopefully good he's go. a little more it's spry. This is a good matchup for him, too. Yeah, I'm playing the Bears Ram. defense anyway. I mean, I, I don't really buy the uh, the the Giants as being like awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I don't. I think that a lot of people were like, "Oh, the Giants actually look pretty good," and and I I just completely disagree with that. But anyway, um, Daniel Jones still has no pocket awareness. So like, you can still start the defense that plays against the Giants and hope that he just gets the itis. He had two turnovers last week. Yeah. So I think that anyone against them, especially a defense like the Bears with Khalil Mack going, Khalil Mack is gonna get a fumble recovery this week. Yeah. Can I put can I put money on that on Fanduel? Probably the Bears are home. I think uh, I'm in for like five bucks on a Cleo Mac fumble recovery this week. I, Just I'm stripping not, it from Daniel Jones. I'm not taking the, the IG league, Scott. You're preaching to the choir. I'm not taking the action against you, Scotty. But what do we used to say? <laughs> you know, you don't start anyone at Soldier Field unless they're the quarterback of the Bears. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> we did say that. All right, we move on to Rams Eagles now. The Rams defense was available for me in a few leagues. And I just, I, I watched that Aaron Donald clip where he pushes two linemen over I mean, on the, the same play once a day. Washington had t- eight sacks. Yeah. So it's worth a shot. That's all I need. If that Eagles line doesn't get any better now, it's important to note that Miles Sanders looking like he's going to play in this game, whether he's on a pitch count or I not. A, uh... I feel like you have to start him with the investment. <laughs> But we are shutting somebody down. Yeah, and it's and it's looking scary. I think uh, pretty early on for Cam Akers. Mm. Uh, you can't imagine. I mean, how much better of a game could Malcolm Brown have had? Which, by the way, I also got another one coming for you on that one. Down, 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 down. Turn the volume down. I like, I like Malcolm right? Brown uh, as a scroll down this week. Uh, He's 5,200 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DraftKings, so a little more there. Kind of like him better on FanDuel for that reason. But I just think that he put himself in a position to not only get the touches, but especially the red zone touches. And uh, you play the Rams running back. That gets the goal line touches. And if you're going to get 20 touches, you're going to play on the goal line. He's going to get targets. I think he's in a great position for your season long, but also as a scroll down, I don't think they've properly valued him this week. So as 5,200 in FanDuel, I think that's full go. I believe it was both Rams red zone drives were capped off by Malcolm Brown touchdowns on Sunday night. Sunday night could also be a reason why his price was so low because they didn't have time to react to the stat lines. But I agree. You can't start Cam Akers without an injury to Malcolm Brown until further notice. Yeah, and like all the grading and all that type of stuff, yeah. like Malcolm Brown smashed and Akers kind of suffered, like struggled. Yeah. Um, I would hang on to Boston Scott where I have him, if I have him, just because Sanders is dealing with a soft tissue injury. He can go at any point, and if it goes again, he's going to miss more than just one week, yeah. and that makes Boston Scott somebody who's going to start and get a lot of work, and we didn't really see a ton from Corey Clement 
uh, in week one. Hey, Tom, so. would you where do we where do we draw the li- draw the line? Excuse me at Mitch. Uh, I have Goff in a league. Do I cut bait and move to Mitch this early or do I ride Goff for another week? Sorry, I had myself muted. I was adjusting myself over here. <laughs> That's uh, the terms of 2020. I already dropped Goff. Was taking a selfie. Yeah. Um, and okay. I, I would cut bait with Goff. Goff is a great quarterback, but he's one of those guys that you just see out there as a streamer all the time. Um, you probably didn't invest heavily to get him on your team. So 14 round pick. Exactly. That's just the kind of attitude I take toward him, even though I like him. So it's Mitchell time. This is season four of this podcast. You start Jared Goff when he has a plus matchup and you bench him when he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I He's thought really... this week was gonna be a I thought the Cowboys was gonna be a plus matchup for him yep. too, and it wasn't. Yeah. Um I thought that Higby would do better, but I guess more on that another time. Would you play Higby, Higby this week? I, I'm going no. Johnu uh where I could replace him and I did. Oh yeah. I had the I think same, John is a top ten tight end. Play. I had the same exact scenario, Tom. Higby or uh Janu, let's ride together. I'll go with Janu this week. Yeah, I've been a Janu truther for some time now anyway, and it's all coming together. All so happen, I, right? I don't know why like I had to a... go jump on Higby. I think well, it was just that trick that ADP plays on your brain when you're in the draft lobby. I think <laughs> if gun to my head, I would say Janu anyway. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, gun to your head, you can probably start a lot of guys in the Falcons-Cowboys game, and somebody has it identified as their shootout of the week. That's um, me. There it is. This is a home game in Jerry World, so the, the Falcons drop, right at home indoors. The drop played. That means you could play Russell Gage this week. Oh, that's I was right. going to say that, Scotty, but I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I was going to say, Russell Gage, load him out. Um, I'll be saying it every time. 12 this Gage. Is a, this is a two-turf uh, team game. You know what I mean? They're both comfortable. Right. This is a track meet. This is actually the highest over-under that I saw on my research today. Those lines may move. But I think it's at 52. But they always like need that. something. Yeah. I mean, no doubt you play your guys in this game. That's almost always true with the Falcons, but I think it's yep. especially true with the Cowboys today, seeing what they led up to uh uh the Rams last Seattle. Week. Yeah. Um or, plug yeah, ears, my bad. Now. No, no, no. Yeah. I was trying to do the mental math. Down, 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 down. I just overpowered Tom with that drop. <laughs> no, but you're right. I, I'm I'm not firing on all cylinders today. So I called a uh, a lime a lemon like five times in a row uh, about an hour ago. <laughs> Who? What's the name of the character in Thirty Rock? Uh, Liz Lime. There, oh, okay. And the and the name of the um, James Marsden's character in uh, Anchorman Two. <laughs> what? Jack Lemon. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to get that. Say Jack Lemon. Anyway, I, what about like the candy? Who are we scrolling down for in this game? I'm was it Gage? I'm scrolling down for CeeDee Lamb. Oh, I think this is a great spot for him. 47, I mean, Gage, you could definitely scroll down for as well. But um, 4,700 on DraftKings for CeeDee Lamb, 5,200 on FanDuel. And like we said, he's just begging to hit a big play. Yeah. And he's got the defense to light it up. Yeah. So I, I think I think he's in a good spot this week. Did you hear Dak Prescott never had an MP3 player? Because he loves CDs? <laughs> I believed you for a second. He might not have. I mean, it's on <laughs> yeah, his phone. <laughs> like he just listens to it on his you phone. You can't confirm that. Nope. <laughs> I stopped wearing a watch when I moved out here. <laughs> Damn, my phone has a clock. <laughs> um, 
I love the CD Lamb call. He's going to just be that fun guy who you can have in your lineup. And even if he doesn't pop off, you're just like, CD Lamb. I'll try it again next week. Yeah, like I'll, <laughs> yeah. Go, I'll go right back to the well. Yeah, and he's he's at that range right now where it's really cheap. The game yeah. script should hopefully be in his favor mm-hmm. to see more than more than the six targets he got. But even on six or a handful of targets against the Falcons, he could do some damage. And this is the Cowboys' first full week of game planning without Blake Jarwin. Maybe that means that CD Lamb, who lined up in the slot for most of the game for Dallas, um, you know, it could be it could be a very interesting. Uh, play for CeeDee Lamb, and this could be the week that he kind of starts proving that he you can start him moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Panthers it's a Dallas Bucks, which... load him out. Sorry, go, go on. I was just going to say, it's a Dallas load him out, and I was going to just say yep. give some like credit to Zeke here, obviously, too, but you know that. You know you play him. Oh, of course. Uh, Scotty, next game is your shootout of the week. <laughs> Panthers, Bucks. I cut that off a little early. Sorry, I wanted to get to my doc. It was jarring. Hey. But uh, yeah, I didn't mean to startle everybody out there. Between that and the scroll down, I'm sure your ears are bleeding by now. Thank you, Don, for for finishing that off. Yeah, no problem. uh, I think Carolina is going to be playing in a lot of shootouts this year. Is it because their defense is bad? Their defense is bad, and I I think that their offensive coordinator and head coach combo are going to put together a pretty competitive offense like you saw uh, last week. You You got Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and – Christian McCaffrey, these guys that could really stretch the field. So the Bucks didn't. The Bucks defense didn't really show you anything. I think to uh, really make you say, "Oh, they're going to stop them too much." I think there could be a lot of turnovers, and that's why the Bucks are maybe on the streaming radar this week. But uh, I think the Bucks really to want to get a get right game on offense, yeah. and what better team to do that against? And I actually have one more drop for you here. Uh-oh. Hold on, let me refresh. the The plum pick is going to be. I got to hit the drop because it's a plum pick. We yeah. got to do it, but. <sighs> I can feel it down in my plums. But the plum pick is going to be Ronald Jones. Okay. I mean, he got 17 touch. He got 19 total touches last week. And Josh Jacobs just lit this team on fire on the ground. So if Ronald Jones is ever going to have, this is the chance for Ronald Jones to secure the job. Mm-hmm. Go out there, get 20 touches, get 100 yards and a touchdown and, you know, take over. Mm-hmm. This is his his one chance. Fully, I mean, fully, fully nine snaps. And LaShawn McCoy did get the pass game work when they were in catch-up mode. However, we don't think that the Bucs are going to be in catch-up mode against his Panthers. We think they're going to be in track meet mode, which favors Ronald Jones, in my opinion. He actually even qualifies as a scroll down for us. 5,900 yeah. on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings. So yeah. DraftKings, he's, he's a great value, I think, this week. All right. I got to work on something for Josh Jacobs other than Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. It's just too much to say. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't like, have the time do this every week. We don't have the time for no. that. Uh, for the Bucks, we have to monitor uh, Chris Godwin. He was placed into concussion protocol on yeah. Wednesday, despite being symptom-free on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, this was after a hit that he took late in the game, uh, in the Saints game week one. Terrible timing, yeah. too, just because like it's, like there's certain... He probably won't practice Thursday. There's a, a certain amount of time, too. Yeah. I think you once you get into yeah. the protocol, you have to sit out for a certain amount of days and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So it could, it could really affect his status for this week. And if it does... Uh, Bruce Arians already says he feels bad when Mike Evans doesn't get at least 10 targets. Yeah, well, if Godwin doesn't play, he's getting 10 targets. Might get 10 targets and then 10 makeup targets. If Mike Evans didn't <laughs> play, and if, what would it take for you to play Gronk? Mike Evans out, Godwin out? OJ Howard out. I think also, Godwin being out makes Gronk interesting because of you know his potential in the short yardage. 
I, I was not impressed with what I saw from Shaking Gronk. off the rust, Donnie. It's been a Which long time. Which kind of, to me, makes O.J. Howard the play here. No, nah, O.J. Howard's Gronk touchdown. Further notice. O.J. Howard's touchdown could have been caught by anybody. Could have been caught by Njoku, who got the same touchdown. Any, yeah. it, it could have been caught by Pruitt uh, from the Titans. Actually, he made a nice catch. But it's just in yeah, that same did. category of like useless one-yard sneak a tight end out play. I give you yeah. no All right, fair enough. to it. Fantasy killers. Yeah. All right. We move on to my stinker of the week. And it's uh, Jets 49ers. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. I am letting. I am picking the Jets in the stinker of the week until you guys force me not to at this point. But the 49ers defense, who is going across country, um, they're hurt. They're all over the place. I Kittle might be Jameson out. Crowder as a as a shutdown in this, but like, and he missed practice today. Oh my god, did he really? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, who else? Like there, he's gonna Herndon. get ten targets if he plays. Yeah. So like, you can't shut down Jamison Crowder as no. ridiculous as it sounds. But it, 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 to your credit, though, I'm only starting Jamison Crowder if I have an injury to deal with a Cortland Sutton, a Michael Thomas, a, a Chris Godwin, something like that. Right. Yeah, but you I might have a big, you might have a fourteen team, three wide receiver, and a flex. Yeah, and if you do, if Crowder's he's a, a stalwart in that league, you have to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even, I'm league. not even joking around. Like. I have no. those kinds of leagues, and it's like he is in them, and he's going to play. Yeah. Uh, no Le'Veon Bell. He's on IR out at least three weeks, so we'll check back in on the Le'Veon Bell situation after Frank week four. Gore. Revenge game. No. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it is one. By, by law. I got to get him in. I, <laughs> you're not he, starting Frank Gore. No. You can't. Or any jet besides Jamison Crowder. I can pick him in the 16 team league and I'm not doing it. Are I'm you stashing like- LaMichael P. Ryan for when he comes back? The rookie pick. Uh, no. No, because of Gase. I thought gosh. about it today. They just suck too bad. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. They're so bad. Yeah, it's one of those situations where, you know, last week we were even saying it, or I think it was even on Tuesday, like, mm-hmm. oh, you have Frank Gore. Congrats on your seven points. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because it's all rushing with him. He doesn't catch the ball. And hopefully a miracle touchdown. Yeah, exactly. You're hoping that the Jets get to get to the five. Not against the 49ers. And I don't think it's going to. But I also don't think the 49ers have all of their cylinders firing right now, which I think means that this game is like 20 to, four, 20 to 7. Oh, give me, a, and- give me like a, a scroll oh, down. Boys. The water is fine. Who the, is stream, the stream will work too. If George Kittle is out, um, we've got Jordan Reed. For forty eight hundred dollars okay. on FanDuel, yeah, and you know, don't play the down at, don't play the down drop. <laughs> it's Jordan Reed, yeah, for one game, one night only, yeah. The Ross think, Dwelly, yeah, like himself, the Ross I, Dwelly special. I think you go for it, and I already have a lineup where I am, but it will be yeah, tinkered I, probably. But I you think know. if you have George Kittle, it's a pretty easy decision to just ride it down to game time. No one's going to add Jordan Reed if they have another tight end starting option. You ride it down to game time. If he doesn't go, you drop some scrub on your bench and you pick up Jordan Reed for a week. There you go. I agree. Okay. I'm we move right his, along. Uh, I'm getting you his draft Kings price too, to be a good foot soldier. And it, it's actually stunning. What do you, what do you think Jordan Reed's going for in draft Kings? 3,800. Scott? Uh, 3,000. 2,600. 
Oh, oh my god. Goodness. I actually wow. am, must start I'm if Kittle hoping, doesn't go. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm kind of actually hoping Kittle doesn't play now because that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is crazy. He actually right, got we, targets last week, too. He caught a ball. He, yep. He, he was out there. We saw him moving and shaking. We were like, Jordan Reed? <laughs> but yeah, apparently he signed like very early to the season. Yeah. All right. We move on to Broncos Steelers. And if we had recorded this episode at like two o'clock in the morning on Monday night, like I wanted to, uh, we probably would have mentioned Jerry Judy a little bit more yeah. uh, just because he had a couple of drops, which, you know, you hope a guy like that can fix. Obviously, Noah fan of another big story. He had a monster first half and then disappeared in the second half, but gets a touchdown, had a couple yeah, of long right, catches. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> Who's thinking this one up? Tom's thinking this one up. Well, Tom, I'd, let's hear hey, it. I went by the books on this one. I needed one and I saw that this game had the lowest over under. I'm just saying that that's what people nice are one. saying. People are out there talking, and this is what they're a saying. A lot of people are talking about it, okay? <laughs> it's not just me. Tom's got a lot of drops in this one, actually. This is actually I have one, too. I'll do the whole damn game. Pay me what you want it. Juju? We paying up for, Tom? Yeah. Tom has no Gordon on here as well. Yeah, and uh, Snell. This is my whole game, if you want. Yep, go ahead, Tom. The floor is yours, buddy. All right, so I'll talk about Snell first because I think this is actually I'll, you already played you already played the juju drop, so I'll do some juju for you. Um, if you look at who succeeded in the uh, in the Titans' offense in this game on Monday night, it was like Adam Humphreys, it was Corey Davis, it was guys who were actually playing like the slot. Jonu Smith, who's right. pretty much a slot receiver. Juju played on Monday night, and this is going to be the this is going to be my whole grandstand. They don't adjust the prices if you play on Monday night, right? So right. Juju is scheduled to suck still, even though he went nuts. So on DraftKings, he's $6,500, which is too cheap okay. for Juju Smith-Schuster. He's very good. He had two touchdowns. You probably saw that, right? I did, so I did. I think that uh, you know he's, he's quite a good option. Then you look to Benny Snell, right? You think he's going to get a lot of work, so I would actually consider him a, uh, a scroll down. Because he's so cheap, Benny right. Snell is thirty. Uh, sorry, forty-five. Perfect, thank you. He was forty-five hundred dollars on DraftKings, still is forty-six hundred dollars on FanDuel, and there's no one there. Tomlin says he's going to get a bell cow workload, right? But I actually yep. would also like to shut him down. Hold on one second. <laughs> Scott really Take working overtime on this. <laughs> <laughs> because he's not going to do very uh, – he's not going to be efficient, right? Derrick Henry puts together a crazy game by sheer death by paper cut, right? If you watch the game, Derrick Henry did not have any runs over like 10 yards. His long run was no. 13. And exactly. it was the last run of the game. Yeah, that one that I thought I might beat you on the walk off there, Donnie. But <laughs> so my point is, is that he's so cheap that he's very playable, right. but he is unlikely to be a superstar for you. So if you're building out some superstar daily lineup and you need to just round it out with a guy who's well under five thousand dollars and who just has a touchy. chance. He has a chance of a plunge, a one-yard plunge, and maybe some catches and you know, 20 some touches. support, 20 touches, that kind of thing. Look no further because there's not a ton of them out there anymore. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. 
Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting situation that uh, Benny Snell is in. This There's week. a lot of uh, intrigue, and uh, I got one more. I mean, I'm getting tired over here. I ate a lot of tacos with my lemons. Uh, <laughs> I had tacos today. So, Melvin Gordon, price didn't adjust. Same story, different toilet. He's $5,200 on DraftKings. That shouldn't even count as a payup, and I got him put in the payup. And yeah. $6,700 on FanDuel, which makes him a payup. So it really makes him an insane bargain on DraftKings, especially because he does catch the ball. But yeah, he's as like we a must know, start on Philip Lindsay is basically out of this game. The reports today are pretty yeah. bad. And even if he's playing, he's going to be limited. And I don't expect him to play. Melvin Gordon yeah. goes back to a RB1 this week and possibly going forward. Granted, yeah, Saquon Barkley didn't blow the doors off. But, you know, this is a team or this is a player that at this price is impossible to ignore. He's not going to get the the shutdown as well treatment. He's going to get the, no. you should play him. Yeah, and I even, I actually even thought about making him a shutdown. But like you said, with Philip Lindsay out, I'm not going to act like Melvin Gordon on 20 carries is, is benchable. You play him in this situation, no matter yeah. who he's playing against. You play and him, we're still you, not it, done with this game. Yeah, Dante, don't the drop. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, um, listen. If you if you look at just any if you remember anything about Monday night, you probably remember Deontay Johnson muffed the first punt of the game, first punt of the season. And because of that, he faced an uphill battle. He finished he would have finished right around 10 half point PPR points. What I'm most excited about, and this is a guy who got hyped all throughout the preseason that his chemistry with Big Ben was on fire in training camp. He led the Steelers in targets. A little bit of bad luck that he didn't score, sure. Juju needed that game to get his head right. And I think Ben needed it too. Juju's going to be their red zone guy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying, but I think the opportunities are going to stay there for Deontay Johnson. Where did this Broncos team get beat when they got beat in the past game? They got beat across the middle of the field. Every time they, they, they played play action, they got Corey Davis or um, AJ Brown or John Smith wide open in the middle of the field whenever they wanted it. And I just think that that's going to be Deontay Johnson running wild, making guys miss. And I think at the price that he's at, which uh, Scott, I think he deleted it before I could say it, uh, but sorry. he's about 5,800 on FanDuel. And I think he's a little bit less on draft. 5,500 on DraftKings. Yeah. Or something so too. you guys are both like, right. I still have it up for some reason. Yeah. He's one of my guys this year and I'll, I'll go down with the ship on this if I have to, but I really like what I'm seeing from him despite what would probably be considered a disappointing performance week one for Deontay Johnson. Yeah. We I take, I on. take Juju though for such a close price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. $700, $700 difference. Juju. We need to move on. Anything else, Tom? Juju. Okay. Jags Titans. Uh, do we not have this as a stinker? Um, no, this game. Well, rocks. We don't. Derek Henry, yeah. 30 burger lock. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, much. He's a, he's a monster payout for me. Um, <laughs> Because I was actually looking at his numbers before uh, the the episode. Pay me what you want and Derrick Henry at home against the Jaguars over the past two years has been utterly dominant. So he is an absolute lock as a payup. He's only 7,900 on DraftKings and he's 8,300 on FanDuel. So he's not even like a supreme payup. You know, you're not really having to pay that top Derrick Henry dollar, like playoff Derrick Henry. And I think you can easily get a monster rumble performance from him this week. Absolutely. 
I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, yeah, Gardner, we 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 toyed with Gardner as a streaming streaming option. Titan defense was pretty good. Uh, Come on in, boys. The water is fine. But I think we do have better options this week. Uh, how about the twenty point factory of Ryan Tannehill still open for business? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy the guy's still dealing, and he gets the Jags this week. It's a it's a favorable throwing matchup. I think Phil had could, eighteen last you week. You can easily sneak Tannehill in there this week. What's his? I don't even know if like, it's as much of a sneak. His ownership wasn't. It was anyone that uh, made the sheet was lower than fifty percent rostered on Yahoo. Okay, I didn't know. I thought Tannehill just got added, so I think he's he's squarely in contention for an official choice. Forty five percent. Wow. We're Mitch boys, though. Who would have thought? Yeah, I like Phil, even though we're not there yet. Twenty seven percent owned, seventy one hundred dollars on Fanduel, fifty nine hundred on DraftKings. Had a good week last week. <laughs> a lot of people jumping ship. On Phil, I saw him dropped in a couple leagues. Save us a drop too, Tom. Good job. Save me some work (laughs) over there. Lions Packers. I this is my shootout of the week. Speaking of drops, um, love this game at home in Lambeau. Let it play. At a boy, Scott. You don't skip the shootout drop. No. Lions let up three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns last week. Packers defense got shredded by Kirk Cousins in the second half. I see the Packers jumping out to a lead. I see the Lions in comeback mode, getting some cheap garbage time touchdowns, maybe for our boy Marvin Jones, as Kenny Galladay still hasn't practiced yet. I don't know. I'm going to poo-poo the Packers just a little bit. How quickly we forget how boring this offense was last year. And yes, they had a great game on on Sunday, and I won't take that away. And Aaron Rodgers looked amazing. But I'm not going to downgrade the fact that Matt LaFleur can come in and Matt LaFleur these games up. And make it so they're ugly, just like he did last year. Remember what Rogers did? He had what two thirty burgers last year. So maybe this—that was just one of the two. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping he keeps slinging. I'm hoping Devontae Adams gets twenty targets a week. Of course I am, but I'm scared of Matt Lafleur, and that—and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, on a personal level, every time Don and I play each other, Rogers and Adams connect for two. The last three times we've played, and we were playing last week, so. <laughs> There's there's no guarantee that Rodgers is the same Rodgers next week. Right. But based that, on that. that being said, like I, I And get, maybe you're right, but not against this Lions defense. I get why this hemorrhage is, points. Yeah. I, and I hope that Jeff Okuda plays, but if Jeff Okuda doesn't play, then you know who do they have it, it could to get, guard Adams? It could start to get ugly. But yeah. like I said, I, I, I do think that this game could be high scoring, but I just wanted yeah. to put that out there. Like, let's not forget that the Packers were like Literally the most frustrating team in the NFL last year. I've already forgotten it. <laughs> I think this is a nice little spot for your boy, Alan Lazard, too, by the way, Scotty. Yeah, um, I could see that you know, as He can well. make some things happen if the pa- if the Lions sell out to stop Devontae Adams. More, he's going to get more targets. He yeah. only got four targets last week. Let's got bump five those touches. numbers up. Bump those numbers up, oh, Aaron. All right. Rookie numbers. Bill's Dolphins, I have a shutdown here. Uh, it's Devontae Parker. Shut it down! It's a cheap one because he's... Uh, Limited in practice with a hamstring injury, but I like my wide receivers who are going up against Tredavious White uh, not to have lingering soft tissue injuries. He's so. put some work in on him before, but I agree with you. I don't with think the, it's going to be this week. You mix in a little injury problem, and that, and that's enough to say he was drafted as a flex option. Let's uh, let's let's put him on the bench let's and, and play one of your other flex options yep. this week. Agreed. Agree. Pains For me because I love him, but I agree. For the Bills, I am fearlessly starting Zach Moss where I have him. Do any of you want to poo-poo that parade? Uh, yeah. No, Miami is very bad on the ground. Uh, 
Cam Newton ran all over him. Even Sony Michelle mixed in for a touchdown. I think that both of those guys, uh, Singletary and Moss, are good plays this week. Okay, thanks. That's really I was just looking for some validation. Positive information. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't Viking. think there's that many great weeks left of him, though, Don. How about that? Interesting. How about that? How about, How that? about that? You said you said Vikings Colts. Yeah. Plug your ears. Down, 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 down. Um, <laughs> Naheem Hines, fifty three hundred on DraftKings. Why didn't they update his price? That's got to be what he was at like week he one. Early, he played early Sunday <laughs> he's, too. He's fifty seven hundred on Fanduel. So obviously, there's some other guys on Fan like that we've brought up that are probably better Fanduel options. Like I'd probably go Malcolm Brown on Fanduel, but. Naeem Hines, 5,300 on DraftKings, I think is an absolute home run. Full uh, points, PPR for the people in, you know, For the people in season long, he could easily have been a plump pick. Obviously, anyone who has Jonathan Taylor, you're absolutely through the moon pumped for sure. If and you have I Jonathan Taylor, there's like you're pumped. eight guys that you're starting over him. You're like probably you're like, a good yeah, chance you don't yeah, have two like, of oh them. Oh, my God, I have a top 10 running back. Yeah. Well, I think that w- with the way that they're going to use the running back position now, you might have a top 25-er in Naeem Hines when it's yeah. all said and done. I mean... It's looking that way already. So, so like, start him as like a weekly option. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. And when he's this cheap, because that's weekly, what he is. Weekly options aren't fifty three hundred dollars on draft. No, they're not. No, no. Um, yeah, this should be an interesting one. This was a game that um, I had the Colts defense, and I was like, oh, like I think they get another super crappy offense in week three, and they might get the Jets. I was like, oh, like I, I might be able to get away with like playing the Colts defense against the Vikings. Bail. Not with what I saw late game against the Vikings. I think something really clicked with that offense. Dalvin Cook looked good. Adam Thielen, the target monster that we expected him to be. Um, God, so I'm off of beautiful. that. Yeah. Yeah, they do uh, so play the Jets in week now. three. You're right, actually. Yeah. So, hey, listen. I'll spend three bucks on him with Fab. And, yeah, and there you go. In. Washington and the Cardinals. I've seen a lot of people picking up the Cardinals defense. Uh, to start against Washington, and I don't know about this one, guys. We're waiting in the waters. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Haskins, you picked the wrong defense. The defense to play is the Washington football team. Defense. Oh, my God. Really? Eight sacks, two interceptions, and a fumble forced against the Eagles last week. Yes, Kyler has that escapability, but I think this is real, and I think it's bankable. Uh a team that puts up a number that big, you, I think you throw that out there back at the wall and you see what sticks. I mean, yes, I agree. The Cardinals could be a good one here as well, but I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think the Card- Washington seems like they're a team that's going to like try to grind out these lower scoring games too, mm-hmm. which bodes well for their defense, especially in a points allowed type of setting. I kind of feel like the Washington football team defense could be a sneaky value this year and for this week. I, I don't hate it at all. You're convincing I mean, you, me. You ride a performance like that. You're convincing me, and they're available in every hard. league. They're available everywhere, and like it's a free chance at a team that maybe Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan and the other guys along this line just click this year, and they're just awesome. Eight I mean, sacks in game one would say who had I think more it's sacks than they, who has more sacks than them as a team? Nobody. No way, no way anyone has more. There you go. Why not? I'm You're brave. I, I love that guy. You're brave. That's what people tune in for. I fear nothing. Yeah. 
<laughs> Especially you, in terms of streaming defense. When you have eight leagues, you fear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and you also celebrate nothing because every time a guy scores, he scores against you too. Yeah, it's all it's all uh pain and, and uh enjoyment at the same time. Pain uh, and glory. Our other uh official stream, which or he's not actual the official. We went with Uzoma. I was voted out on this one, but Logan Thomas. I think Logan Thomas is in a really good spot. The Cardinals have been bad against the tight end since we started doing this damn yep. thing years ago. And you noted we're we're targeting all the all the teams we always target. Yes, yeah, the we Browns, picked, we picked the Giants, and the Cardinals. Ones. Yeah, the three that we've gone to. Shame the Bills every year. don't have a good tight end. Otherwise, um, we can get them in there. But too. yeah, Logan Thomas saw eight targets last yeah. week, and I think that's an interesting. When we have Haskins on here, that was um, me. I got. I think I got, I got two. We were just piling some guys on there, and I, I think that yeah, he's just he's not ready yet. I would like to see more of a cupcake matchup for him. Yeah, yeah the right. problem with Haskins is that there's better options. <laughs> Way better. Yeah, it's, like Mitchie. It's so and, simple. Uh, yeah, it's just and not. Tannehill. It's like not play really Tannehill his, or Mitch. Exactly. It's not his fault. It's just that you know. Yeah. Ravens Texans. You're not starting any. You're not starting any defense in this game because I think this one could be a lot of points. Uh, Ravens defense going to have their hands full of the Texans offense that appeared game at times, but you know they had the extra. They had the extended week off to kind of get right. I can feel it down in my plumb. And we're plumbing. Yeah, that's me. That's going to be Hollywood Brown, sixty-two hundred dollars on DraftKings uh, and Fanduel. I. Almost confused myself because, but now I remember this is same oh, price, same price, right? Same price on both. Uh, the way I wrote nice. that just confused me. My brain not firing on all cylinders today, as as reported previously. But Hollywood Brown <laughs> should be firing on all cylinders. Um, this is a game, and this is why it's kind of more of a plum pick, and it's hopefully it will make you guys chuckle. Uh, this is a game where the Ravens are going to have to play all four quarters, and for that reason. <laughs> You should play every Raven. Yeah. You usually only get two, three quarters of Ravens. This is a game where yeah. you get four quarters of Ravens. Hollywood goes for we a hope. buck on five catches on six targets in, you know, three quarters of a game. Let's get him a full quarter. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens then. I think I'd be happy yeah, five for a hundred, but let's see. You know, uh, Sammy Watkins has a good game. Demarcus Robinson has a good game somewhat. Um, Tyre- Imagine if he caught the ball too. Exactly. Tyreek even gets you in there at the very end. If you want to give him the the great comparison to Tyreek Hill that he he kind of is. I Tyreek didn't blow the doors off, so I'm hesitant to put that on him. But I think Hollywood Brown can get behind anybody. Um, he's as sneaky as they get. I think this is a really good matchup. And I think as we get a full season of Hollywood, I think it's already started. I, I don't see much talk about it's it. Started. I, I'm in a little yeah. bit of a social media hiatus right now. But uh, if I was on it, I think I'd see a lot more Hollywood. And I'm pro-Hollywood. Yeah. Yes, of course, we always have been, especially you. But uh, here's a question for you. I have I have Will Fuller in a league, and my two starting receivers are Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs. Do you think that you'd play him over either one of those? I'd play week? him over Cooper Cup. Just because the, the last eight share, games right? of the Rams passing offense has not favored Cooper Cup in any way. And the target share is just not the same. Tom, what do you no. think? It would have to be Cooper Cup of of any of them, but if you played Cooper Cup, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt you. Yeah, right. He's just Cooper Cup's tough to sit because he can. Score Is this a PPR? Uh, it's half PPR. The the devil in between, right there. I would. You, oh yeah, the equalizer. Yeah, I mean, you only got. I would play Hollywood. You only got him a couple rounds behind. No, and, it's not Hollywood. It's Will Fuller. Sorry. Oh, go back again. I'll be quick on my decision. 
Will Fuller Cup and Diggs. I need two. Oh, that is tough. Who's your flex in that league? Uh, Todd Gurley. Okay. I would say Gurley. Who do they play? Atlanta? Oh, that's a shootout. I remember. Yeah, Yeah, you don't sit Gurley. No, you don't sit Gurley. You don't sit Gurley when his understudy went for uh, 20 last week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We may as well call him a plum pick in that one. We're moving on. You haven't helped me at all. (laughs) Yeah, I lied about I was going to be quick. Let's move on. I missed the payup too. Let me go back. I'm not going to hit the drop, but DeAndre Hopkins is only 7,700 on DraftKings, and he went buck. I called a shot, shot, shot. Like brah, brah, brah. Thank you, Don. He's 8,300 on Fanduel, but 7,700 on DraftKings for 16 targets. Yeah. Uh, I'd pay for that to happen again. Imagine if the Texans had like an alpha receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. Chiefs, Chargers. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' history against the Chargers. He's gotten a lot of touchdowns. He's also had some some low yardage games. And after he only threw for what was it, 211 yards yeah. week one, I you're starting him because you drafted him in the third round or earlier, uh, in, if you have him. But I would be a little concerned for him. And I wouldn't, I'm not expecting like that, you know, that 30 point blow up game. Right. He's going to have it now that I've said all right, of this, yeah. which is fine. <laughs> um, but for the Chargers, you're fearlessly starting Austin Eckler. Just a reminder, like just because he had a game where they didn't have any catches, like I think Los Angeles really needed to have a soul-searching week on offense, and I think they're going to have it. And I think that Austin Eckler should be very well involved. I also think that Throw Joshua Kelly the is their ball. goal line back. Throw Austin Eckler the damn ball. We didn't draft Austin Eckler to be the goal line back. We drafted no. him because you threw him the ball 100 times last year. Yeah. Let's start doing that. Agree on both. And Mahomes should be fine. This is a long time to prepare, and he has Andy Reid. And when Andy Reid has a long time to prepare, he does not fail. So I would go. Nice. He's like under. Yeah, they didn't yeah. lose after their bye week last year. Nice fact drop there, Tom. Yeah. It's it's true. There's some crazy, crazy Very stat true. behind that, though, and I know yeah. that that to be true. Um, and I usually plum pick the Chiefs running back in this matchup. They usually go absolutely ham. So uh, hopefully Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a new member of that club. Yeah, I, I can't imagine him not being. <laughs> All right, we move on. Patriots-Seahawks is a Sunday night game. Hey, did you guys know that these two teams played at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago? Whoa. And it was like a, it was like the goal line, and they didn't run the ball. Like, how many times did they show that replay? Like, <laughs> should I be scared of Metcalf this week, or? Who's getting Gilmore? That's the question, right? Uh, Tyler. It probably Hockey should did, be right? Metcalf who gets him. It's tough to say. Yeah, it's tough. Which is why is I tough. like Greg Olson this week. Yeah, it's tough to say, but I, I don't think I'd be scared of either one, even if they get Gilmore, just because Russell Wilson's looking like an absolute MVP candidate once again. I think so, I'm more interested in the I other guess, side of the ball. Patriots, like the Cam Newton, like who who you can actually start there. I, I'm interested in Cam. I'm interested in Edelman. I'm interested in the whole gang. I mean, uh, James the White? Seahawks were involved in a. Uh, a a big a scoring affair last week. And I think Cam Newton can lead the same. Yeah. I just feel like they ran the ball so much in, in week one, they're going to have to throw more to be able to, uh, to play in a shootout. And I also kind of feel like the Seahawks just got up huge on the Falcons. And then like, it kind of just happened because the Seahawks didn't really care as much. We'll see what happens this week. Well, I'll, I I'll think take that, that again. I think it could go the other way. <laughs> I'll take that again. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, very yeah. true. 
All righty. Last game of the week, the opening, the first ever NFL game, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, uh, played in Las Vegas. Uh, the Saints are hosting the Raiders, and the final drop of the day, my payup is here. Pay me what you want it. Not the final drop, but continue. It's not? Nope. What? Uh, Alvin Kamara. You can take him for whatever price you want. Don't delete it. Yes, Scott, I don't remember the number. 8,500 FanDuel, 7,800 DraftKings. Yeah. 7,800 on DraftKings with Michael Thomas out? Huge. Holy Huge moly. number, and you can expect a ton of catches from Alvin Kamara. He had five for 51, which was pretty good. Only problem with him ha not having one of those Kamara monsters was he got really stuffed on the ground game, which the Buccaneers yeah. defense has become known for anyway. No kidding. But I, that's not what the Raiders are known for. Look at what Christian McCaffrey did to them last week. He could have done even more. And I think Alvin Kamara will do even more. Going to be heavily relied on in the past game. I also think this is a good Jared I Cook feel game. It down in my plums. And who are we plumbing? Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh boy. I think he's... Absolute lock for a peppering. Uh, he's 5,700 on FanDuel, 5,800 on DraftKings. So he's got a fair amount of respect, I'd say, all things considered. But um, he was 75 or 80% rostered on Yahoo, I believe, in between that, I think. So if he's that high rostered, like this is why you have Emmanuel yep. Sanders. This is the week to play him mm -hmm. of all weeks. He's playing Vegas, who they can rip through the air if they so choose to do so. And he's looking down the barrel of a shit pile of targets. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you look I at Robbie Anderson's success last week. Uh, enter Emmanuel Sanders. You know, no you know, I'm all for Emmanuel Sanders. The ceiling is basically non-existent in this one. Uh, I hope he makes good on it. And if he doesn't, his price is not too high. His draft price wasn't too high. If you need someone to flex in, if you need someone to round out your lineup, I mean, you could build a lineup around this guy instead of taking it that way. But. I, I think Emmanuel yep. Sanders is worth it in every every aspect. So here's the thing, and I have a good sense of this usually. I think we're in for some Taysom Hill bullshit in this game. You always get that <laughs> with the Saints, though. I, but I mean, like, over the top? So I'm like, what on earth are you thinking? <laughs> you know, just like. If you're playing Vegas, it's a good time to experiment. Hey, ESPN, yeah. tight end, Taysom Hill this week then, huh? If you're in a bind. Yeah. Ooh, not not bad. I'd I'd honestly like I would probably have a tough time getting off of starting Taysom Hill if I was in an ESPN league. And I'm happy I'm not, by the way, because I hate ESPN's fantasy suite. But that's another you hate line Taysom for Hill. another day. I hate Taysom Hill a lot. Yeah, I mean, like as much as you think, it's probably a little bit more than that. Yeah, officially, yeah, by the way, uh, right here's the continuation. Taysom Hill is not a tight end on uh, DraftKings, but he is on FanDuel. Okay. He had uh, 27 total yards, a catch, um, three carries last week, and he had a 38-yard completion. So, Which he's, was almost he's getting a touchdown. That, yeah, he's that getting was you to Camaro, right? He's getting you that bottom-of-the-barrel yeah. tight end type numbers uh, in a weird way, but uh, a weird enough way that it could really hit some weeks. Or 100%. I'm, I'm all in on him being a uh, a usable tight end option, especially in standard scoring because he doesn't get as many receptions. So if you're negating True. receptions from the tight end position anyway and you're just playing to try to sneak a, a touchdown somewhere, Taysom Hill is as good as basically any tight end that's not in that elite category. Especially Damn playing right. in a primetime game, which Sean Payton loves to pull, go into his bag on, and especially against a bad defense, which – I think we're all in agreement that the Raiders have. Mitch Uzoma, Washington defense. Who's playing them across the league? 
Send your screenshots to, to us on Twitter at RutzFF. Uh, we would love to see it. And honestly, we'll love to watch you screenshot that you those got three got least, you the win. I got at least one Mitch. I'm, I'm probably going to get convinced and cut Goff and add Mitch in another one. There you go. And I'm, I will play Washington's defense. You know, I just... I just make way too many waiver claims to have a defense at this point in the week. It's just too early. It's too much. It's too much. Too much to consider. (laughs) Too much going on. Can't do it. Won't do it. Well, some leagues, you know, I I added like Malcolm Brown and Robbie Anderson and like Dallas Goddard. So, and I could drop my kicker in defense. So I got some decisions to make, but my fantasy baseball team is getting fucking annihilated right now. It's all good. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Good. Cause I got to get back to football. Um, so that'll do it. Uh, we will see everybody on Tuesday for the week two recap. Taysom um, Hill 5,000 again on FanDuel. Took me forever to find him, but he's a tight end. Yeah, that's a heavy scroll. How's that thumb feeling? Well, it was tough because he's playing in the Sunday night game, so like he wasn't in the main contest, and uh, you know I lost my cool a little bit. Oh, true. Yep, yep. You just hate to see it. You've been known to tilt. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't be too tilted when you join us on Tuesday for the week two recap. Until next time, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RutzFF. We will see you on Tuesday. Best of luck to all. Enjoy the football while we got it. And keep scoring. Why'd you fuck with it? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> it was fun.